Hello and welcome to Franklin Covey's On Leadership. This will be our first in a series of many great interviews in 2019. And first, we're so honored and privileged for all of those who joined us in 2018. We finished with just about 30 different conversations. We have some exciting new plans to share with you for 2019. Stand by as we make some great improvements to the show every week coming forward. Now, today I want to share one of what's become known as Scott's Thoughts. So the production crew invites me about every four or five weeks to af after I've interviewed these great minds, both inside of Franklin Covey and some of our outside friends and colleagues, to share some of the things that I've learned on my own leadership journey. Many of them are drawn from the great minds who sit right next to me here in the studio or are coming on the screen. Many of them are from the books that I've read in the studio, or lots of them cull from the insights we've had from across all of our great experts inside of Franklin Covey including the nearly 30 solutions available in the Franklin Covey All Access Pass. So to start the 29 series, I thought, gosh, what should I share that I think would be valuable? We have had some amazing conversations across the last nearly 30 interviews. I mean, some of my favorites have been Susan Cain, one of our first interviews who wrote the book Quiet, reflections on how introverts can really find their voice and position in a world that values extroverts, in many cases, more so. The conversation with Daniel Amen, the famous doctor neuroscientist, around how we can improve our lives physically, mentally, decelerate some of the aging process in our brain. Great conversation. Stephen M. R. Covey, the author of the book The Speed of Trust, that sold two million copies, which today is the most viewed episode in the entire On Leadership series. The discussion with General Stanley McChrystal, the story he told around taking the famed photograph of his hero, Robert E. Lee, down from his wall and throwing it in the garbage. What that meant to him in terms of how he, how he viewed leadership going forward was profound. I think the discussion with Karen Dillon, the former editor of the Harvard Business Review, who co-wrote the book, How Will You Measure Your Life? One of the most insightful and profound interviews we've had around what is your purpose in life? What is the path? Just remarkable. The conversation with Doris Kearns Goodwin, right, the, the Pulitzer Prize-winning author uh, of many books, including leadership, was remarkable around the role that humility plays in being a great leader. The recent interview with Nellie Galan, although the video was a little bit interrupted because of the bandwidth, the audio is superb. I mean, she is a force of nature. If you haven't heard the interview from Nellie, watch it or listen to it on the podcast format. It is so affirming and really motivating around how all of us can be either entrepreneurs or intrapreneurs. So inspiring. But today's topic is actually going to be drawn from the Great Life, Great Career radio program that I'm privileged to host with iHeartRadio. Franklin Covey sponsors a radio program each week where I'm privileged to host it on iHeartRadio, where every week we interview a famed celebrity, sometimes the same guest as this program, often cases a different person. About a month ago, I interviewed a man named Dan McGinn, a very famous researcher, author, I would even call kind of social scientist. He is one of the many editors at the Harvard Business Review, and he authored a book called Psyched Up. This was a book that kind of looked at and maybe debunked or confirmed the myths and the, the truths in pre-performance rituals that, you know, Olympic athletes and and movie television stars and you know star sports performers, the things that they do prior to big events in their lives. 
It's a great interview. I learned a lot around, you know, kind of what to believe is luck versus just superstition versus the psychology, the neurology of sort of, you know, preconditioning yourself towards performance. How do you take what are the nervous jitters and channel them towards confidence? And during the radio interview on Great Life, Great Career, he shared a concept that had a arguably profound impact amongst everyone I've met. He shared this idea of pivotal moments in our life. He talked about how all of us, whether or not we're star athletes or Wimbledon-level playing tennis stars or you know, Emmy award-winning actresses, that all of us have our own pivotal moments coming up in 2019. And he encouraged us on the radio program to sit back and think about, Scott, what are your pivotal moments coming up next year? Are there four? Are there 10? Are there two? Is there one? And have you sort of legitimized it by acknowledging it as a pivotal moment in your life? For you, it might be the birth of a child. It might be an anniversary in your wedding, in your marriage. It might be a project you're taking on in your career. It might be interviewing and applying for a new career. It might be staying in your organization and thinking about a promotion that you're seeking. Or it might be you intend to transform someone else's life as a leader, and you want to think about what is the process to make that happen. I would encourage you, as you're moving forward into 2019, sit down, reflect, take some time like I did, and identify your pivotal moments. Right now, I'm wrestling between five and six of them. I wrote a blog about it on my LinkedIn site. I'd love it if you'd follow me on LinkedIn as well, Scott Miller. But I talked about five or six pivotal moments that I'm looking to exponentiate my own performance and the outcomes of those next year. You know, as important as identifying your pivotal moments, Dan McGinn in his book Psyched Up and in his interview talked about the launch sequence that happens before the pivotal moment. Scott, have you sat down and thought about, okay, pivotal moment number one. What does the launch sequence look like? The runway. What are the things, the talents, the skills, the aptitudes, the introspection, the feedback I might need to make sure that my launch sequence, all those steps that need to be you know, fertilized, watered, weeded, sowed, all those things planting before the harvest comes, which is in essence, metaphorically, the pivotal moment. So I encourage you to think about two things as you go into the new year. Identify your pivotal moments and take as much time on them as you do on the launch sequence, the runway. All the issues you need to think about to make sure that when your big moment comes, that you've done all the requisite pre-work, you have the coalitions built, all the preparation, that when your time comes, you're ready to nail it. Hey, so excited you're joining us for 2019 on Leadership. It's a subscription-based free weekly newsletter. It comes out every week on Tuesdays in your inbox. Each week we interview a different guest. Some of them are inside Franklin Covey, some of them outside. We have some changes coming for you. If you're not subscribing, please do so. Go to franklincovey.com. There's an on leadership button right there in the homepage. Feel free to email the link to all of your colleagues, your friend, your family. This has become not just the fastest growing, but now the largest leadership newsletter in the world, thanks to each of you. We would love to significantly magnify its influence in 2019, 
and invite you to have every member of your company, your network, your family, and all your friends become members as well. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We'll see you back here with a phenomenal guest the first week of January on Franklin Covey's On Leadership.